We explore our health, our wellness, from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart there are five pillars to wellness. Spiritual, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. We define wellness as having three major components. First, absence of disease. Absence of dis-ease. Next is a balance of spirit, mind, and body. And the third, a joyfulness, a quest for vibrancy in life. So it's a journey. All of October, we looked at, well, the celebration was Breast Cancer Month. And so today we will talk a bit about cancer, breast cancer, but a bit about other cancers. And we'll tie it into the fifth pillar of wellness, which is environment. Some of you may have seen a very disturbing report in some of the newspapers today <clears throat> but about our environment. Really, really disturbing. And the title of the story says, Weak Regulations, Voiced Rain of Toxin-Heavy, Low-Quality Falls on Nigerians. What has this got to do with cancer? What has it got to do with wellness your environment we all live in an environment both an internal and external environment and they are really one in unity what goes on on the outside the external environment outside our physical body ties directly into what goes on inside the internal environment some of you have heard me use the quotation the geography you walk in the geography you walk on are one in unity. In other words, if I look at the health, the environmental statistics of a country or a town or a city, I see how well the people protect their environment or how sadly they fail to maintain their Garden of Eden. You can tell the state of health of this country. A space where people pump out chemicals carelessly without regard for their Garden of Eden. A space where people just throw things anyhow, lacking respect for the environment that nurtures them, the soil from which they came forth and they returned to upon their death. You can tell those people will have some very sad health indices. Wellness will be will not abundant in that community. The environment and us are one. We talk about cancer and on this program we've highlighted several times that really this disease called cancer didn't occur in the same proportion. It was minimal to none. If you reverse the clock a hundred years ago, 15, 50 years ago. And I've given you data on the parallel. When you look at American history, the most advanced country in the world, look at their history going back to late 1800s, early 1900s. That's when cancer began to show up. And it was around the time of in 
industrialization. So around the time when people left their traditional ways of farming, preparing their meals, and adopted the fast food behavior, the chemicals into the soil behavior, and the fossil fuel generation, the arrival of petroleum, the cars, and everything built onto that fossil fuel engine. In other words, God doesn't give us disease. When disease occurs, that word D-I-S-E-A-S-E, when disease occurs, we must pause and look at ourselves. The body is simply communicating with us that we've done something incorrect. We've gone too far away from our Garden of Eden. The arrow from the village did not cause the cancer or the other illnesses that were in our community. Hence, we teach you the five pillars of wellness. Spiritual, unforgiveness leads to disease. Scientifically, it's been correlated biochemically with the stress hormones in the body in those who carry a lot of unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, hatred. Mindset. The mindset is full of worry, full of negative emotions also. You tend to have a high level of those stress hormones and a lower level of your wellness healing hormones. Biochemically proven. Nutrition. By now you are almost experts on nutrition. We've talked about nutrition ad nauseum on this program. Look at books written by the early missionaries. They say very clearly, those who ate the traditional foods had minimal health problems, from dental caries to headaches to even recurrent problems like ulcer and bowel problems and diabetes and high blood pressure. But those who ate the processed foods, the food that were brought in by the missionaries and the other early Europeans, began to develop dental problems, stomach problems, and appendicitis, and diabetes, and high blood pressure. The recent studies I've shared with you, longevity human study, showed it again conclusively. 2004, National Geographic magazine did a study again and showed it and showed it and proved it again and highlighted it again. So, spiritual balance, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle. We see that plenty in the urban areas. Environment. One of the papers today talked about, I gave you the headline, how we are poisoning ourselves in our environment. Our goal is to share with us today our ever ever learning, ever um, just studious, astute, erudite, nutritionist, come wellness practitioner, Cherise, good afternoon. Good afternoon, doctor. How are you? I was good. And when you brought that article to my attention today, I knew I had to flip the show and really shine the light on us and what we're doing to ourselves. In fact, the article really made me sigh. And it's in the Guardian newspaper on page 8. Weak regulations voice reign of toxin-heavy, low-quality fuel on Nigerians. On our people. And just to highlight, in the paragraph it says, In terms of air quality, the UN had ranked Nigeria as one of the worst in the world when it comes to fuel sulfur content control. This bad scenario is also worsened because of the lack of refineries. 
But what really caught my attention, not only that, but also the health challenges on our people. The air we breathe, of course, can also lead to cancer because of polluted air is coated with cancer-causing substances, if, which if, is carcinogenic to if, humans. If I may just... In our Garden of Eden, our Father Heaven gave us one of the best quality, low sulfur content oils in the ground. When we found oil, we had no problem selling our oil on the international market because most refineries find it easier, less pollution causing to refine our Nigeria's oil, very low sulfur content, high quality oil. Our refineries were built to handle those oils. And we, and if I say we, us in general, that includes our government and whoever is in behind or in front. Today, our refineries are comatose. We're importing oil. Or the refined, we export our high-quality, low-sulfur content oil, crude oil. And we're importing a polluted, high-sulfur content, contaminated, con contaminant-ridden or refined product, whether it's diesel or it's PMS. Again, we've abandoned our natural, beautiful, healthy resource, and we're bringing in the poisonous one. And people are making money, going to the bank every day, feeling wealthy, and the price is on everybody else who is busy inhaling this nasty fuel that it will burn in 24-7 by how many million cars we have on the road. We have people whose engines, car engines, diesel engines, you name it, need service are not taking care of it and they're spewing these things in higher quantities into the air. And then when the, when the disease shows up, you start saying it's arrow, for, arrow from the village. Hello? And this affects every single one of us. Whether you're a child, whether you're a teenager, adult, senior, we all use this petrol whether it's petrol, whether it's diesel, whether it's for the generator, whether it's for the car, we all use it. And it's affecting us. Medical experts have also insisted that the more we breathe in polluted air, the greater our chances of getting cancer. A wide range of ailments, including the wicked one called cancer. Let's, let's do the addition. The water we're drinking, many of us know it's not the cleanest. So we now buy bottled water made from plastic, which is a petroleum byproduct, which leaches into the water. So we're drinking water that has chemicals in it, number one. The air that God gave us, again, we're polluting it. The environment, the gutters, the waterway, the streets, we've lost respect for our environment. We live in filth. I, I know I have some colleagues who work in government who are listening and I, I point fingers at them, they know I, I send them text, I send them pictures. But individually, we must take responsibility. This didn't come from the village arrow. We are the ones doing it to ourselves here, individually and collectively. In, in the clinic, we're seeing so many people with cancer, whether it's gastric cancer, breast cancer, colon cancer, the numbers are increasing, and it's, it's scary. And by the time you run their full biochemical analysis, they are toxic loading. They are full of, to of toxins. Lead, 
which is the byproduct of burning this poor quality fuel that we import. You guys who have been abroad, most countries you go to, the oil, the petrol they use is unleaded fuel. Is ours, is ours unleaded? Is anybody watching that ours is unleaded? And the quest for money and wealth and whatever is, what do we do? We, we poison our siblings, we poison ourselves, and then we wonder where the disease came from. Lead, arsenic, cadmium, you name it, we're seeing it. Aluminum in people's bloodstreams, people's urines. And then they get to us, we have to do heavy bleed detox on, this, on these individuals to allow their native systems, their God-given immune systems, detox systems, elimination systems. Even the absorption is totally off track. They eat food and they don't absorb the, the, the nutrients because we have damaged the systems that are to help us digest, absorb, assimilate the food by the chemicals we've put into our agriculture, by the chemicals, chemicals we inhale. God can't be happy with us. I don't care how many churches, how many, how many prayers we're saying every day. Our home garden of Eden, we've polluted it. Disease is just a reflection of our, of our, our environment. To have a, minist a ministry of health, or to have an environment, a commission for health, or a ministry of health, that thinks health is just about giving us more chemicals in terms of medication, and failing to look at your health is linked to the environment, the water, the air, how we take care of the soil, and the kind of chemicals used in agriculture, there's a cognitive dissonance. There's a something missing in our concept of health. It's an archaic, primitive, useless concept of health that needs to be re revamped and looked at again. And training needs to be re totally reorganized. Health is about malaria and giving them um, medication. No, it isn't. Growing up as a child here in Lagos, you could see the stars in the sky. Today, can you see the stars in the, in the sky? One star, I have to go to, go to my village and, and look at the, the stars or travel abroad. We own the cars, we own the generators that we don't service. We're the ones who, who, who's, who's, who's importing this high, high sulfur, low quality fuel. And they, all the oil and gas companies know themselves. Few of them are, 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 are on this program. The banks that give them the loans don't check the quality of what has been brought in. Wellness starts with two words, two letters, W-E, we. Wellness starts with I. If you don't get our act together as a we, as a community, to look at our health, then we deserve the, the data that the UN is pointing at us. We are dying at age 48, at age 50, at age 52. Whereas our great-grandparents lived to age 101. My grandmother was eight, passed at age 101. Or oh, my maternal grandmother. Maternal grandmother. Folks, all right. So let's 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 understand what we as individuals can do to protect ourselves. Important that you know your body. Listen to the signs that your body is giving you. And I'm just going to highlight some of the warning signs. Sometimes we're not paying attention. It's easy. You have a headache. You think, let me just take something. That's not the answer. What's really causing your headache? Some of the warning signs or risk factors as well. Uh, if, if you have fatigue, fever, night sweats, that's something that's not normal. Are you having pain, all of a sudden weight loss without trying to lose weight? Do you have any change in your bowel or bladder habits? Are you constipated? We have clients who have been constipated for a week, two weeks, and before you know it, they actually think that's normal. 
Do you have any changes in your skin? Any sores that don't heal? Make sure you're paying attention to your body. And if you have any of these, you go to your doctor. Let them examine, run tests, and catch things early. The clients who have presented with cancer, many times they're using pills to cover up, using so many different things to cover up the ailments until it gets too late. And before you know it, they're with stage four. Some of the cancer risks include stress, as doctor mentioned, smoking or environmental factors, what you're inhaling, poor diet. Are you sedentary? Are you exercising? Are you active? Are you sitting all the time? Are you on any medications, long-term medications? So just highlights to know your body, listen to your body, understand your body. That article on the quality file that we use and its impact on our and environment and then its collateral impact on our health affects us right from childhood. Children are exposed to this. Teenagers are exposed to this. Many of these chemicals in the air mimic estrogen. Some of them, some of them disrupt our hormones. Some of them affect our thinking. As we inhale these items, they chronically begin to damage the body, the liver. Seeing all these melanin chemicals showing up has difficulty detoxifying them. So often enough, wrap them up in fat and store them or find other ways to deal with them in the body. But over time, they damage the systems. And so if you live in Lagos or in Nigeria, you've heard me say this over and over. The textbook says, do your annual comprehensive once a year. Well, Bob's, listen, if you live in Lagos, that one is textbook. The reality is you do it twice a year. For the way that you represent your wife, your husband, your children, your community, who you are at your church, who you are at the workplace, that's the way you represent. Go and do your annual checks at least twice a year. Share with us a few of the, of the, of the signals that the body gives when it's strained off its wellness gift into the arena of illness. There's a wide space between wellness and illness because God in his wisdom gave us a lot of systems to help us correct and stay on track. It's when those systems are worn out, when they've been used up, that your disease shows up. This thing called cancer, a lot of people can prevent it individually and collectively. You must see there's a direct link between what we do with our foil, the stuff we bring into the country, what the importers do, the laws we put in place, the damage to our refineries, our lack of care for the collective environment and our health and well-being. So, you know, can God be happy with us? Well, what you can do now to protect yourselves, protect your environment, number one is plant trees. 
have trees in your compound, have plants inside your home, and there are certain plants that clean the air. And I will just go ahead and share with you those plants that clean the air. These plants you can have in your sitting room, you can have them in your bedroom. Plants such as the fern. This fern grows wild, wildly around. Um, aloe vera. There's a plant called the snake plant, also known as mother-in-law's tongue. That also cleans the air. Chrysanthemums also clean the air. English ivy cleans the air. The spider plant cleans the air. So these plants you can have in a pot in your sitting room, whether it's on different corners, you can have it in your bedroom, you can have it around the home just to help clean the air and make it a better place for you. These plants are now absolutely necessary. You must take steps every day to counterbalance the toxicity that we expose to every day. You must take steps at home. How you wash your vegetables because all that fumes in the air, the toxins that the pollutants, the pollution um, puts out from the poor soil, it lands on the ground eventually. Whether it's on your car or on your vegetables that you buy in the marketplace. So thorough cleaning of vegetables is important. Selecting where you purchase items. As Sharita said, bringing in plants that help us cleanse the air. On a show a while back, we talked about indoor pollution, the one that we cause by ourselves, by the chemicals we love to bring into our homes, including our cosmetics, our creams, our lotions, our fragrances, and even the chemicals used in laundry, um, laundry in our clothes, the detergents. Those chemicals are lingering in the air in our homes. So it's, I think these things are things you must do now. Some of them have been you must do them now if you want to have wellness or you want to avoid illness. Your home needs to have flowers living room, bedroom, and we've listed some of the beneficial ones. There's a lot. And the beauty is many of these plants occur naturally, abundantly, around here, around Lagos, in Nigeria. The areca, areca palm, for instance. Hello. The mother, mother-in-law plant. You know, I'm starting this time I'm on the road and I see someone cutting trees down. That's the balance. The trees turn the carbon dioxide into oxygen. They take nitrogen and give us oxygen. They clean up the pollution in the air, yet we're cutting them down. We'll open the lines and take a few questions. Number here is 0700 We're connecting illness with environment and an article that appeared today as to how we're polluting ourselves, killing ourselves with the poor quality of oil that we're bringing into the country. How we poorly maintain our vehicles, our engines. Folks, cancer is real and the numbers are going to go up. They're already going up. Whether it's the breast cancer, which we which we spent a lot of time on last month, gastric cancer, stomach cancers, we've seen a lot of those colon cancers are showing up. Of course, you all know about prostate cancer. Wallace half hour. Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from. Good afternoon. My name is Steve. I'm calling from Lecky. Steve from Lecky. Go ahead, sir. Yes. No, I've been listening and uh, I think it's quite um, it's quite interesting. But I've been doing something for the past two, three months in my community, in Lecky Phase 1 to be precise. And what we have succeeded in doing is we have been desilting our drainages uh, and cutting away all the seals. And uh, it's, it's so amazing, so surprising. 
you know, that, like, take for recent a particular street, we carted away over 30 trucks of the 15 ton truck, about 30 of it. Mm. So the drainages are not flowing, you know, the whole place is smelling, you know, rodents all over the place, you know, mosquitoes all over the place. But when, when we succeeded in distilling, you know, we now notice that the mosquitoes were almost absent now, they are almost absent. You know, the place is not smelling as it used to be. So basically, what I'm, I'm just calling to say, people, we need to take responsibility to make sure that our environment is clean because it is to our own advantage. The One of the major benefits that we have seen in the community where I work uh, is the fact that the drainages are clean, so the mosquitoes are like almost absent. And all the guards that live around will say, oh, so guy, what we are doing is working. You know, there are no more mosquitoes in this place. So, so it's something that is, 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 is doable. We have done it and it is working in our community. So I just want to encourage us, you know, take responsibility. It's not everything that government will have to do for us. We need to take responsibility and make sure that we keep our environment clean. You know, the way we store our waste, you know, we take, the way we dispose of our waste. We need to take responsibility. We blame too much of government and we pray too much for things that we can do all by ourselves. That is my contribution. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Example of individual community action. One and a half hour. Good afternoon. Neman, where are you calling from? Good afternoon, doctor. Good afternoon. My name is Ujama. I call for a community. Please, please t- turn your radio off or down. I, I am far away from it. Wow, there's an echo. Okay, go ahead. Please, please I want to ask, this next plant that you talk of, is it the plant that they use to plant the drive away snake? It, it okay. must be. That's probably why they called it the snake plant, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay, I have it in my compound. Yes, so you Thank can you put it in a pot and put it in the in the house. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless you. So, folks, we have about one minute and a half to go. Steve really hit home. You've got to take action individually, collectively, bring folks together, and the benefit is there. On our part, yes, we'll put pressure on certain arenas. We'll keep giving you information. One of the areas folks have asked us to talk on is this issue of sleep. So join us on our Sunday Zoom at 3 p.m. today. It's a free Zoom. In order to get the link, the number is 0809-668-4455 to get the link. And just WhatsApp. There's a lot more to discuss about the environment and how it affects us. We'll do so on preview on subsequent um, programs. Join us this afternoon. We'll continue this conversation. At 3 o'clock, 0809-668-4455. If you have problems sleeping, if you have insomnia, you can't sleep, join us at 3. 0809-668-4455. And you can follow us at Wellness Half Hour on Instagram and also at Carib Health NG. Welcome to November. Let's make this a month where we take, our, take care of our environment. Be blessed. Have a blessed week. <laughs>